0: Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard earned career to become a seven figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now, I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the nine to five grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail, and I am doing a solo episode today all about work life balance for entrepreneurs. And Work-life balance is something that we are all striving for, right? It's kind of a buzzword. It is elusive. (laughs) We all want it, but I feel like we all kind of struggle to achieve it. So I want to talk it out and give you some tips, give you some tricks, and kind of like define what it means too. Because work-life balance is crucial for your well-being, right? I mean, for your mental health, for everything. And so the idea of work life balance can be really hard for entrepreneurs, especially if you are working from home. I mean, you can end up really blurring the lines between your personal life and your work life, or end up kind of like working a little bit all the time, every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. That's not good. <laughs> At its core, work life balance refers to like this equilibrium between the time and energy you invest in your business and professional pursuits and the time and energy you dedicate to your personal life, your well-being, your hobbies, your relationships, your friendships, your body, your mental health, your family and friends. And I think that it's important to understand that it's not a destination. It's a journey to discover your own personal version of work-life balance. And I wish I could just come on here and be like, hey, do this thing and you'll achieve it. But it's really not about perfection. It's not even about equal parts between work and equal parts between your personal life. It's about a harmony between the two that works for you as an individual and your unique lifestyle that you're living, you know, like, we have three dogs, we don't have kids, I imagine that work life balance for people with kids versus dogs is different, you know, so I think it's important to realize that you're not trying to seek perfection, you're trying to seek a harmony, and that it is an ongoing journey, not a destination. I think that it's not just something that you achieve at some point in your life, and then it's done for, you are constantly kind of looking back and thinking, okay, did this work for me or did it not? I mean, I always look at the end of the year, I look back on my previous year and think, okay, like my travel schedule, did this work or did it burn me out? My elopement schedule, did this work or burn me out? The way I'm handling my coaching students and my podcast, is this working or burning me out? And like, how can I make little tweaks here and there that will make a difference or big tweaks if I have to? So it is definitely – not something that you just achieve and maintain forever. It is constant little adjustments here and there. It's a lot of self-reflection and it's a lot of being adaptable and responsive to like all the different demands of your life because there's a seasonality to life and business as well. So there might be seasons where you work a lot to achieve something, but then you get to kind of sit back and do more of the personal things that you love. And going back to like so many things that we've talked about on this podcast, that work life balance is highly individualized. It is going to look different for you than anybody else. And it has to align with your values and your goals and your definition of success and your priorities. Like you have to take all of those things into consideration. I have podcast episodes on all of those things. So definitely kind of realizing that stuff and making everything work together in a way that works for you is super, super important. And this healthy work-life balance isn't just about your personal well-being, although I think we all tend to be a little bit of workaholics. I think we all have big dreams, big aspirations, so it can be easy for our work life to eclipse our personal life. And finding that harmony between the two, finding that balance is also what allows you as an entrepreneur to continue taking actions for your business, to avoid burnout, which was going to affect your business, to be able to maintain your creativity, to be able to make decisions, and it's going to contribute to the growth of your business. So it's that harmony, that journey that we're looking at, because your personal life will benefit and your business life will benefit. So prioritizing just your business at the detriment to your personal well-being is not going to do well for your business long-term and vice versa. So how how do we start working towards this work-life balance? One thing I found is setting very clear boundaries is huge. And a lot of people avoid setting boundaries at all costs. And that has helped me a ton, especially as I have grown both of my businesses, having boundaries and communicating those boundaries is huge. So the boundaries that I have, essentially are like, I don't work after 4 or 5 p.m. I really try to put my phone away. I mean, maybe if I'm answering a bunch of questions for somebody, then I'll still kind of have my phone out and DMing and stuff. But for the most part, when 4 or 5 p.m. rolls around, phones are away. And on the weekends now, like I used to work a little bit just every day of the week. But I have told my coaching students that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I don't answer questions. You know, I'm not in Slack answering questions. I'm not answering homework. And those are really times for me and Todd to hang out. And if I choose to work on one of those days, it's because I choose to, (laughs) because I want to, because I want to do the work. But for the most part, I don't work Friday, Saturday, Sunday anymore. And being an elopement photographer is pretty cool because a lot of times people are eloping on... Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So I don't, I just don't have a lot of things on the weekends anymore, which is great. So setting those clear boundaries, I make sure people know that they don't get access to my responses immediately. It's going to take a little bit. And I set that up ahead of time so people know, like, okay, if she responds right away, that's really nice, but that may not be the case all the time. And nobody's elopement or business is going to go up in flames because I took two days to answer an email. So setting clear boundaries, communicating those boundaries is huge, not only for your life at home and kind of separating your personal life and your work life if you're working at home, but also setting clear boundaries of when, you know, your clients can expect to have your attention, essentially. The other thing about work-life balance is time management is huge. Again, we've done like a whole podcast episode on it, but being able to use your time effectively and productively is big. Like you don't wanna just sit around for eight hours a day letting your work take up that much time. My goal is always to just like work four hours max on the days that I do work. And ultimately working less hours is the best way to achieve work-life balance. If you're working 60 hours a week, that's gonna be a really hard balance. <laughs> it's hard to find harmony between working so many hours in your personal life, right? So any way that you can become more productive during the time you work, any tasks that you can automate, your boundaries are like, okay, you're not working during these hours. I mean, that's really one of the ways to best achieve work-life balance is making the work less difficult for you, making it take less hours, and then having like a set stopping time or you know, in the living room, I'm not going to be working in there. I work in my office. So any way that you can automate some of the work that you do or outsource some of the work that you do so you can limit the number of hours that you even have to work, that is going to do the best for your work-life balance. Now, when you start stepping away from your business more and more, especially when you have clients or customers or people counting on you, there can be a lot of guilt Associated with that, you can feel bad. You can feel like, oh man, I just want to be available to them at any time. Like, what difference does it make if I'm sitting on my couch at 7 p.m. and I just write a quick email or whatever? And I used to struggle with that. I'm actually struggling with that right now because Todd and I are about to leave tomorrow to go to Alaska and elope ourselves. We are legally married, but we're having our ceremony. And we're taking the whole week off from work and I haven't done that in a long time. (laughs) Like I'm always, always like answering a few slack questions or homework assignments or doing something, you know, and I feel guilty. I feel like I'm leaving my babies with (laughs) a new babysitter for the first time and I'm like, oh my God, what if the house burns down? But the more you kind of step away and set those boundaries and realize like, nothing's gonna happen if you step away a little bit. If you don't answer an email after 5 p.m., like the world isn't gonna come crashing down. People do just fine. The better you'll be able to kind of like overcome those feelings. And also like the whole concept, I think that is said over and over, you can't pour from an empty cup. Really, you have to take care of yourself. You really, really do. Prioritizing yourself should be the most important part of your business because you can't work if you're burnt out. You can't help people if you're burnt out. You know, if you have to take months away from your business because you ran yourself into the ground, that's not helping anybody. And that's also something I've really struggled with over time is like prioritizing myself is so hard for me to do, but I'm getting better and better about setting boundaries and sticking to them and realizing how much better I feel when I do rest when I do take time away and also realizing yeah nothing is life and death like it used to be as an ER veterinarian like everybody can survive without needing access to me immediately (laughs) now there may be a time especially when you are building your business initially where there is a hustle and there is a grind and you are working long hours and maybe you are working another job and your work-life balance is crap and you are neglecting some of your personal life. And I'm not going to tell you not to do that (laughs) because I think most of the people who have built successful businesses have had a season where they had to work their ass off to get to where they are and like saying that like, oh no, you definitely don't have to do that. I'm not going to say that, but it should be a season. It should not be the whole rest of your life. It should be a short period that you do that because you know that there will be so many rewards on the end of that, but that should not just be your life forever. And I do find that people have a hard time turning that hustle and grind off when they should be. (laughs) And again, this is very personalized and it's hard for me to tell you exactly when that is, but there will come a point if you are a newer business owner that is still in that hustle and grind mentality that you need to realize like, hey, I don't need to do this anymore. I don't need to be struggling. I don't need to be working as hard or as many hours or fatiguing myself. Like I get to step back and now enjoy the business that I have built and travel and rest and hang out with my loved ones and my friends or just sit around and do freaking nothing because that's honestly really great for your nervous system. (laughs) So you're not necessarily always going to have that balance, especially when you're building something, but that should be At some point, something that you self reflect on and purposefully create. And another point that I want to make clear is that your work life balance isn't solely about working and then disconnecting from work. It's about a lot more than that. I mean, and that's hard enough. (laughs) Just being able to disconnect from your business and from your work can be a challenge. I have struggled with that over the years a lot. I mean, and my job, like vet school required me to work all the time. Being a vet required me to work all the time. I was a good worker bee. I worked long hours. I had zero work-life balance. So it's been a long, long learning curve for me to figure out how to have this. And I'm still working on it. Again, it's a journey, not a destination. But it's not just about clocking out quote unquote and disconnecting from work it is about really nurturing yourself physically mentally and emotionally and you know having hobbies and spending time with friends and family and not just just not just disconnecting from work but actually doing the things that bring you joy outside of work and prioritizing those things instead of it just being kind of like a leftover thing if you can squeeze in if you have the time. And that's what I struggle with the most, honestly, is I can clock out and kind of like, I can, well, I'm really hard at, I can't really disconnect from work. I'm still always kind of thinking about it. <laughs> but then actually like using my time away from work to work out and read a book and do something other than binge Netflix. I'm still struggling with that. Honestly, I don't have it all figured out. But I do know that just limiting my work hours, only trying to work 20-30 hours a week max, and setting my boundaries and constantly checking in with myself to see what's working what's not. That is the best way that I have been able to achieve some form of work-life balance. And I will say that this year, I've done a lot of resting. I've done a lot of recovering. I can finally rest. I used to not be able to rest, which is a sign of burnout and that your nervous system is all out of whack. And I can rest now. I don't work many hours a day anymore. I have my boundaries. But I'm still learning about the things that I can do outside of just traveling and adventuring, like the things that I could do at home to really nurture myself. I'm still figuring that stuff out. So that's been kind of my journey. That's the journey I hope you work on. I hope you find your harmony and your balance between your work and actually nurturing yourself. I hope you prioritize yourself. And I hope that working on this harmony and balance and work-life balance will help you achieve everything you want to achieve. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this resonated and I can't wait for next week. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.